Welcome to the audio version of Bogard Press's Through the Bible Adult Study Guide. Being true to the Word, Bogard Press has aided in the discipleship of thousands for over 100 years. Of those 100 years, the Through the Bible Adult Sunday School literature has been a staple to many. Join us as we listen to the Through the Bible Adult Study Guide with writer Brother Mark Clements. So grab your Bible and let's get started. Freedom to Follow from Exodus 13 through 15. Application. The student will conclude that when God guides, he also protects. Seeking the context. Our family got a new puppy and we decided to train him by using a kennel. Depending on the time of day, he is either very excited to leave his kennel or he is perfectly content sleeping there. As we wake up and begin to move about the house around 4.30 a.m. preparing to start our day, He will hear us and begin to bark. He knows that as soon as he is released from his kennel, he will be able to go outside, eat his food, and then go for a run. The Israelites were primed to be released from bondage by the power of God. They had been cooped up in Egypt for 430 years, and God was ready to open the door for their freedom. Through the first nine plagues, Pharaoh resisted allowing the Hebrews to leave. After the tenth plague, however, Egypt was happy to see them go. Moses instructed the people on how to survive the tenth plague, instituting the Passover, and then the plague of death came at midnight. Jehovah caused the killing of all the firstborn of the land who had not applied the blood of the lamb, from peasants to royalty, and the outcry of the land was great. Pharaoh commanded Moses and Aaron to lead the people of Israel out of the country, along with their possessions, in order to worship God. The king also asked them to pray a blessing for him as well, Exodus 12.32. Prior to the final plague, Moses instructed the people to ask the Egyptians for material goods such as silver, gold, jewelry, and clothing. God caused the Egyptians to show the Israelites favor, and his people were blessed with much of the wealth of Egypt before they left. Not only did they plunder Egypt, once the tenth plague had happened— The Egyptians were eager to see the Israelites leave their land since they correctly correlated God's punishment on the land with Israel's enslavement. It is very important to remember that apart from God's leadership and supernatural intervention, the people of Israel would not have been able to secure freedom on their own. Not only would Moses have refused to step up and lead without God's encouragement or provision, Pharaoh would definitely have refused to release God's people if God had not prepared the way. Now, the people of Israel hurriedly gathered their families and possessions to the tune of about 600,000 men, not counting women and children. They were so rushed to leave, they did not have time to allow their bread dough to rise. So they baked unleavened loaves and headed off toward the wilderness. God had prepared the way for them to escape bondage, and they were ready to leave. Today, we focus on freedom to follow God's leadership. Perhaps there were some Israelites who thought 430 years was too long to be in bondage, and they thought that God should have released them earlier. Whatever the opinion of man might be, God leads his people in his own time. Today's text will show us what to expect as we journey with him. Why is it so important to follow God's leadership? Searching the text. 
Number one, God leads his people. Exodus 13, 21, and 22. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of a cloud to lead them the way, and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light, to go by day and night. He took not away the pillar of cloud by day, nor the pillar of fire by night from before the people. The most direct route toward the promised land would have been to travel in a northeastern direction through the land of the Philistines. God had already shown Moses and the Israelites that he could deliver them into victory by any supernatural means necessary. If they had traveled through the land of the Philistines, though, they would be faced with warfare immediately. So God, instead, led the Israelites southeasterly toward a northern arm of the Red Sea. No matter which direction they traveled, the people of Israel would need God's supernatural intervention and guidance. Israel was leaving the familiarity of Egypt. Even though it was under the oppression of slavery, 430 years had allowed for the people to become comfortable with the way things were. God knew his people would need more persuasion and leadership than simply the voice of Moses. To show a visible reminder of his leadership, God provided a glorious display of his presence in the form of a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. We are not told how high the pillars stretched into the sky, but we can be certain that any time one of the Hebrews needed a reminder of who was leading them, they could look up to the sky and see a conspicuous towering cloud in the daytime and a pillar of fire at night. Those provided Israel a glorious reminder of Jehovah's presence and guidance. God provides leadership for his people. God may lead us into wilderness places outside of our comfort zones, or maybe even to areas where there are no discernible options for success as defined by humans. However, God does not send us out to face an uncertain future alone. He will never leave us. Even as Jesus sent out the members of the first church to be his witnesses throughout the earth, he reminded them that he would be with us always, even to the end of the age. Matthew 28, 20. The presence of God with us today is found in the indwelling Holy Spirit, and the guidance of God for us today is found in his word. We are not alone. How does God provide his presence and guidance today? Number two, God tests his people. Exodus 14, 10 through 13. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lifted up their eyes, and behold, the Egyptians marched after them, and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, Because there were no graves in Egypt, hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us? to carry us forth out of Egypt. Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will show to you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. God commanded Moses to lead the people to encamp at the edge of the Red Sea. God knew Pharaoh had changed his mind about the Israelites, and God would work out the details for their final deliverance from Egypt. 
The Israelites move backward toward the sea, signal to Pharaoh that maybe they were lost and mistakenly chose the wrong route of escape. He seized upon this perceived miscalculation and determined to retrieve his slaves. Pharaoh pursued Israel with his most elite force made up of 600 chosen chariots. As Pharaoh drew near to the encampment of Israel, the Hebrews looked up to see him coming and became very afraid. They desperately cried out to God and complained to Moses. The people wondered if they were brought out into the wilderness just so that they could die and be buried outside of civilization. They would have preferred to stay in slavery than perish in the wilderness. This is the first major challenge God allowed his people to endure to test their faith. There are undoubtedly many threats to our lives that we do not see or know, but sometimes God allows his people to see the dangers they face. By allowing the people of Israel to see the threat coming against them, he would be able to show them his powerful arm of deliverance. In the meantime, their faith was tested. Moses told them not to fear, but to wait and see how God would save them. However, the people were absolutely helpless to defend themselves. This fact required them to be rescued by the hand of God yet again. We are free to follow God's leadership, but we must remember that God leads us through challenges that will fortify our faith. There will be moments of fear and doubt along the way. We may seem to be at a dead end, surrounded on all sides by enemies who want to harm us. If God has led us through danger, though, he will doubtlessly lead us to deliverance. The children of Israel were in a state of desperation with no one to rescue them except God, and their faith was strengthened. What tests are God allowing in your life right now? Number three, God delivers his people. Exodus fourteen twenty-one through 27. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning watch, the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud and troubled the host of the Egyptians and took off their chariot wheels that they drave them heavily so that the Egyptians said, let us flee from the face of Israel for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, stretch out thine hand over the sea that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to its strength when the morning appeared. And the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. In perhaps one of the most widely known miracles of history, God supernaturally delivered his people through the Red Sea. They did not march around the sea or trudge through a swampy portion of the sea, but on dry ground through the middle of the sea. The angel of the Lord and the pillar of cloud protected Israel from the Egyptians until God caused the water to divide, creating a way of escape for Israel. God's people walked effortlessly through, protected on all sides by walls of water and the angel of the Lord. 
Pharaoh pursued Israel into the sea, but God caused the walls of water to collapse upon the Egyptians. As they retreated, they recognized once again that God was fighting for Israel. The final realization Pharaoh and his army had before they all perished was that Jehovah was the one true God and his plans would not be defeated. In the deliverance God provided, he not only kept his people safe, but he also established his sovereignty over the rulers and the gods of this world. Jehovah determined to get glory over Pharaoh and thus over the gods of Pharaoh. Egypt would know that Jehovah is God, Exodus 14, 18. God delivers his people. He delivers us from the bondage of sin through the blood of his son, Jesus Christ. This salvation does not come through our own activity, but through the work of Jesus Christ. Throughout the course of life, God continues to deliver his children from danger. Threats from his enemies will not completely be erased until Jesus establishes his kingdom at his return. At that day, the enemies of God will be thoroughly devastated, which will allow the peace and righteousness of Christ to reign. Until that day, we must trust the Lord to guide us through every challenge. How has God delivered you from difficulties? Setting the application. We are free to follow the leadership of God, which grants us deliverance. Like Israel, God does not desire his children to be in bondage, but to thrive in spiritual freedom. His leadership might not make sense to us or may even lead us through difficult challenges. In those moments, we must heed the same advice Moses gave to Israel to fear not, to stand still, and to see the salvation of God. The people of Israel had lived in Egypt for 430 years. Generation after generation had been told about God's promise to Abraham to produce a great nation in the land of Canaan. Perhaps their hope of a promised land had faded away. Maybe the people had grown accustomed to slavery and were convinced their destiny would never change. However, God had not forgotten his promises or his people. His timing is not the same as human timing, and his ways are always perfect. God showed his love for his special people, but he also opened up the possibility for others to join in his movement. Before the people of Israel set out on their journey of freedom, God told Moses that the Passover and Feast of Unleavened Bread were specifically for his people. However, God knew the possibility existed that others would desire to join them when they began to see his awesome power. God therefore allowed the possibility that foreigners could join his people as long as they followed the same statutes, Exodus 12, 49. Even as Israel solidified her peculiar identity as a people freed by Jehovah, God demonstrated that He is the God who delivers all people, not just Israelites. This shows us a glimpse of God's goodness for the whole world, not just a few. Jesus Christ is the propitiation for our sins, and not for our sins only, but for the sins of the whole world, 1 John 2.2. 2. We have been delivered by Christ, and now we have a story of deliverance to share with everyone who will listen. We are free to follow Jesus. May we follow him and encourage others to join us. How has following Jesus changed your life and the lives of those around you? 
Thanks, Brother Mark, for sharing such great truth with us this week. Join us next week as we take another look at God's Word with Brother Mark. Don't forget to join us daily on our Through the Bible Daily Devotionals on our daily devotional blog at www.bogardpress.org. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.